Thanks for tuning in to our Rolling Hills Community Church Sermon Podcast. I'm Monica Gibbs, the worship leader at our Rolling Hills Community Church Nashville campus. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Today you'll hear from Pastor Jeff about the impact of Joshua's legacy and how it can lead us to gratitude in our lives today. You'll also hear today's sermon several stories of Thanksgiving that highlight all God has done in and through several members of our church family. Here's Jeff. Ron. We're so thankful to be sitting down with you today, and um, and we're just so thankful for you and your family, your wife Kyra, Sabrina, your daughter, and Evan, your son, um, and all the ways you guys are in the life of Rolling Hills, and specifically the way that you serve. You've been to camps, you've been to the retreat, you've you've done it all. You've done the this, this circle, so yeah. we're thankful for leaders like wow, you, Ron. Thank you. And um, just as you think back over your time serving. What are some things that, as you reflect back, what are some things you're thankful for um, for those times in your service? Uh, so I'm so thankful, for starters, just to the fact that God revealed to me that this is how he was going to grow me as a father um, in my own household. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities I've had to spend with both of my kids um, growing up and getting to see, like you mentioned, going to, to camp with the kids and getting to actually to see my kids interact with other students um, but the other thing is, really, it's the people that I've been able to interact and work with. Um, some of the adult leaders, you know, they've shared with me, I, just, I didn't grow up in church, and I don't know some of these stories. Mm-hmm. And when you communicate these stories during story times, a lot of these stories actually click and make sense to me. And sometimes I get 7th and 8th graders that stop me in the hallway, and they say, Hey, Mr. Ron, I'm getting baptized next week. Oh, that's awesome. I want, I want you to be there. And it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be right outside that baptismal cheering you on. And you know, those are the things I've been really thankful for that God's been able to show me that he's actually been using me. That's awesome. You know, and, and that's the next question for you is what keeps you motivated to invest in the next generation? Uh, it's the next generation that's really going to take care of us, and it's the next generation that's going to take care of the church. And I think for us to, if, if we expect God's kingdom to be expanded, we need to ensure that we're taking these kids and we're putting a strong foundation in them. Very important for us as adults to relay to our children so that they can relate to their children the importance of following after God. That's awesome. Well, Ron, thank you so much for your your service. One of the um, passages of scripture we use oftentimes in family ministry to remind parents that they are the primary spiritual disciples is, is Proverbs 22, 6. It says, train your child in the ways of the Lord. Yes. And when they're old, they, they will not depart. And, and, and so over the years, um, you've had sets of eyes that have been watching you. In particular, there's one set of eyes that, um, that I want to talk about right now is Evan. I want to show you a video of what Evan is thankful for. You'll make me cry. Hey, Dad. I just wanted to say that I'm thankful for you. If I look back on my life, I can see a lot of what brought me to where I am now comes from from you. Um, I remember when I was really young, and I remember watching you read the daily bread every morning on the kitchen table. And I'm thankful for getting to watch you serve because it's impacted the way that I go and serve people too. Part of what made me realize that God was important was because I I could see that you believed that God was important. Like you were not just a believer, but you were a believable believer. And um, it it makes me thankful because I can see those same habits being formed in me now. 
and to know that they aren't just, you know, habits that, like, that I formed, but they're given to me from you. I'm part of, like, a legacy, a family legacy. Um, and it makes me even prouder, you know, to be your son. So thank you, Dad. I love you. That's, that's a gift. That's awesome. Thanks, thank man. you. Thank you for leading so well. Thank you. Good morning, church. Good morning, man. That is so powerful. I love that. You're a believable believer, you know, and that people are watching our lives. And as we talk about that today, how we live and what we do, and are we pointing people to Jesus? So happy Thanksgiving, church. You know, it's Thanksgiving, and I just want you to know I'm thankful for you and all that God's doing in it through his church. I'm so glad you're here today or whether you're joining in online from wherever you are. I believe God has a word for all of us, and I am so thankful for the stories of Thanksgiving as we have the video testimonies, we have worship, we'll share communion together today. It's such a special time for us to be thankful to our great God. And also we're finishing our series. We've been in this great series called Finish Strong. And we've been talking about what does that mean in our lives, right? Not to just go partway with God, but to go all the way with God, to finish strong. And so we've been walking with the children of Israel as they've come out of being slaves in Egypt. Remember they were slaves, right? They're slaves in Egypt, the most powerful army at the time, Right? And God delivers them out of Egypt. God parts the Red Sea. They're coming across the wilderness. Should have taken about a month or two months. And they get to the Jordan River. And, and the Jordan River's at flood stage. And so they send the 12 spies into the land, right? These 12 spies, Numbers chapter 13, go into the land. They're checking everything out. They've been gone for 400 years. They come back and they say, hey, guys, listen. Since we've been gone for 400 years, right? We've been in there exploring for 40 days. We've checked it out. Since we've been gone, a lot's happened. And there are giants in the land. There are fortified cities. It's like, man, people have taken over. They've moved into our land. We can't take it. These 10 spies tell them, hey, we just need to stay here in the wilderness. But two spies, right, Joshua and Caleb, go, oh, no. We serve a big God. We serve a God who brought us out of Egypt, who brought us across the Red Sea. We serve a God who's going to take us into that land. Let's go. And the people sided with fear over faith. And so for 40 years, they spent in the wilderness there until a whole unbelieving generation dies off. And then God raises up a new generation. A generation that says, we're gonna trust God. We're gonna go forward in faith. And Joshua is now leading the people. And they come back to that exact same spot, that exact same place where they chose fear over faith. And they say, we're gonna trust God. We're going forward. And they step in the water and God stops it from flowing. How incredible is that? And the entire nation walks across on dry ground. I mean, how awesome. They walk into the promised land, this land flow with milk and honey. They've been living in a wilderness, a desert, and now there's pomegranates and figs. There's all kinds of fruits. There's wheat. There's barley. They're going in there to this land, but there's still battles to fight. And they go against Jericho, and they walk around, and God drops the walls. The walls come tumbling down. They walk in, take over this city, and then God begins to move. And yet there was some sin, right? And they come to this point to confess their sin to God and, and God renews them and God makes them whole and fresh. And then they go and they fight more battles and they win against these kings. They pray this bold prayer. God, let the sun stand still in the sky so we can win this battle. And I've loved talking to people who've said, I'm starting to pray bold prayers. I'm starting to pray for my family, for my friends. I'm praying that God would use me to leave a legacy, that God would work in my life. And seeing God work in his church has been awesome. And God's working the people back then, and they fight these battles, and they sell the land. And, and last week, we saw Caleb, right? 
Caleb, one of those spies who trusted God. And Caleb goes, hey guys, listen, I'm 85 years old. I'm 85 years old today, but I am still just as vigorous about serving God as I was the day Moses sent me in. Here I am living my life for the glory of God. I am leaving a legacy, a legacy for God. And today we're gonna see the legacy of Joshua. So if you have a Bible with you today, I invite you up with me to Joshua chapter 24. Joshua chapter 24. Man, it is so good, right? Joshua's sixth book of the Bible. You got Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and then you come to Joshua. If you're watching online, you can grab a mobile device and go to the Rolling Hills app and you can join with us there. But I want you to see this because all of us are leaving a legacy. It's just what kind of legacy are we leaving? And for Caleb, he's leaving a legacy of faith. For those other 10 spies, we don't even know their names, they left a legacy of fear and they died off. But Joshua, man, Joshua's leaving a legacy of faith as well. In chapter 23, Joshua says to all the leaders, guys, I'm thankful for you. You guys have been awesome. And he praises God, he worships. In chapter 24, they renew the covenant. They made this commitment to God. So he brings all the people together and he goes, guys, I'm old, I'm old. But listen, I want us to renew this promise that we made to God. I want us to put our faith and our trust in him. And then look at verse 14. He says, now fear the Lord and serve him. Now fear the Lord. Fear of the Lord doesn't mean like, Boo, like I'm scared of the God. That's not, that's not it, right? Fear of the Lord is reverence, respect, and awe. It's putting God first. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. And Joshua at 110 years old goes, guys, let me tell you, I was one of those slaves in Egypt. I saw God deliver us. I saw God bring us through the wilderness and provide for us manna and quail to eat and water from a rock. I saw God come and dry up the Jordan. I saw God drop the rocks and the walls of Jericho. I saw God make the sun stand still. And I wanna tell you, he is a God of miracles. You serve him all of your days, all of your life. Hold on to him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods, your ancestors, God's little G, notice that. Your ancestors worship beyond the Euphrates and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now, what's he talking about there? Well, if you remember Genesis chapter 11, right? When God calls Abraham to leave the Ur of the Chaldeans and come into this promised land, their forefather, Abraham was leaving pagan worship and he was following God. And he's going to say, when you come back in the promised land, don't bring those gods with you, little G. Don't go and worship them. You stay true to God. You hold on to him. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods, little g, your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates. And I want you to think about this. Maybe in your life, maybe in your life, if you look back at your family, your family tree, there's some things back there that you go, you know what? That wasn't right. There's some generational sin that's kind of been passed on to you and, and And you're looking at it like, okay, you know, I know that people go, well, that's just who we are. You know, alcoholism, that's kind of in our family. I mean, that's it. You know, we just, you know, there's abuse. It's in our family. There's, there's, this is in our family. Stop. Uh, You can be the one to change your entire family tree. You can be the one to say, no, we're going to leave a different legacy. We're going to serve God. We're going to focus on him. And that's what he was saying to the people back then. Hey, don't just go back to that old life, Right? The gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods, little G of the Amorites in whose land you're living. 
When you kicked all these people out, you moved them on, God moved them on, don't take their little gods. They had little idols, right? Don't take those. Guys, we're living in a land where it's easy to fall in love with the gods, little G of this land. There's a lot of people who worship money. There's a lot of people who serve image. There's a lot of people who look up to other people and go, wow, I wanna be like them. And we gotta go, hold on, wait a minute. I wanna serve the Lord. I don't wanna fall in love with the things of this land. No, I wanna fall in love with God. And then this great, man, if you underline your Bible, underline this, I love this. Joshua says to the people, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But as for me and my household, our legacy is gonna be that we serve the Lord. You know, I love that so much. Lisa and I, when we got married, we had engraved inside of our wedding ring, right? Lisa and Jeff, Joshua 24, 15. But as for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord. It doesn't mean there's not gonna be challenges. It doesn't mean there's not gonna be struggles. It doesn't mean there's not gonna be difficulties, but man, we're gonna stay true to God. Guys, this is us. This is our time. Joshua and Caleb had their time. They had their day. This is our time. This is our day. And let us be people who leave a legacy for Christ and following him. You know what I think separates Joshua and Caleb from the rest of those spies is is this, is that they were thankful and that they always focused on God. You know, when they went in the land, I mean, all 12 of those spies saw giants. All of them saw the walled cities. All of them saw the battles to fight. But the 10 focused on the circumstances and the, the challenges and the two came back and focused on God. Joshua was always grateful. You, you know, there's not a bad word written about this guy. Isn't that incredible? He wasn't perfect. He made some mistakes, but there wasn't a bad word written because he stayed faithful to God. And man, could we be like that? None of us are perfect. We're all gonna make mistakes. We're all gonna make mistakes. But man, then in our lives for all of our days, they're gonna say, hey, my mom or dad, they weren't perfect, but man, they followed God. <laughs> and my grandparents, they, they followed God. My aunt, my uncle, they, they loved me. I'm telling you, they loved me, they care about me, they followed God. They followed God. If you have a worship guide, I'd love for you to write some things down with me. And this is our stories of Thanksgiving. And you look at Joshua, you look at Caleb, they had so many things, even in the midst of the battles, the struggles, there were things that they were thankful for. And, and you know, guys, I think we need Thanksgiving this year more than ever before, right? It's been a hard year. I mean, let's be honest, 2020, it's been tough. It's been challenging. And all of us have stories. There's loved ones that we haven't seen in a long time. There's people that we miss. Maybe you've had an impact on your job or your career. Maybe things have happened that you know of people who've gotten really sick or even people who have passed away, but it's been a tough year. And yet, through it all, God calls us, focus on me. Hold on, I'm with you, I'm for you. In the joys, in the struggles, in the difficulties, but even in the good times, I'm with you and I'm for you. I wanna put Psalm 100 up here on the screen or if you're watching, I would just love for us to read this aloud together, okay? Let's say this together, ready? One, two, three. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. 
Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Guys, his faithfulness continues through all generations. From Joshua and Caleb to the disciples, to your grandparents or great-grandparents and to us. And he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. And so if you are taking notes today, if you want to write some things down, I'd love for you just to think, what are you thankful for right now in 2020? If you're online, you want to go to the Rolling Hills app, you could write some things down. But what are you thankful for in 2020? What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? It's easy to focus on all the negatives. We hear about it every day, right? We get up and it's on the news all the time. But, but what are the things that you go, man, God, thank you. Thank you for Jesus and the hope I have in Christ. Thank you for my health. And we take it for granted a lot of times, don't we? Until you're like this, we remind it. Thank you, God. You hold my health in your hands. Thank you, God, for my family, for my friends. If I got a shelter in place with somebody, thank you, God, that these are the people, right? You know, thank you, God, for the people you put around me. Thank you, God, for your church. I've got a body of believers who's gonna walk with me and stand with me in the good times and the tough times. God, thank you for first responders, right? And there's many in our church, nurses and doctors, you've been on the front lines, thank you. God, thank you for teachers. Thank you, teachers. Seriously, thank you. And we have a lot of teachers and administrators in our church. Thank you for teaching our kids online or in person or all the things. Thank you. There's so much as I start to look at this year and just go, thank you. God, thank you. Here's what it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Look at this. It says, rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. Notice that word all. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. A lot of people go, what's God's will for my life? I don't know, you know, and I'm like, well, rejoice always. (laughs) Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for you. What keeps us from being thankful? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, what what keeps us from being thankful? thankful. Is it when our circumstances get too difficult for us, we think? Is it when the fear starts to come in? I also think it's busyness many times. Many times we get busy and we pray about something, God answers that prayer, and then we're already on to the next thing, right? We're already on to the next struggle. We don't ever really stop to be thankful. Do you realize in 1621 when the first Thanksgiving happened, the pilgrims and Indians, it was a tough time. I mean, it was a hard time. But they said, we're going to take three days and thank God for the harvest. We're going to thank God for providing for us. Do you realize it was 1863 when Abraham Lincoln made the proclamation that Thanksgiving would be one day. We're going to set aside to be thankful. Do you know what was going on in 1863? Civil War. In the middle of the darkest days of our country, Abraham Lincoln said, we're going to take a day and be thankful. Guys, what if we just said every day is going to be Thanksgiving? (laughs) Every day I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to wake up in the morning and instead of jumping on social media the first thing, I'm going to go to Instagram or Twitter or I'm going to look at the news. What if every day we stopped and we just go, you know, today I'm going to be thankful. (laughs) Today I'm going to start with all the things that God's done in my life, all the ways that God's blessed, all the ways God's taken care of me. God, I want to be thankful. 
I mean, is it possible? It says be thankful in all circumstances. Is that possible? Yes. When we focus on the Lord, when we focus on him, we see what God's doing in our hearts and our lives. Check this out, Philippians chapter four. Look at this verse. Do not be anxious about, what is that word? Anything. Are you anxious today? Are you afraid today? Are you worried today? But in every situation, by prayer petition, then look at these two words right between the commas, right? With thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do you see the correlation between being thankful and not being anxious? Because you see, when we're thankful, all of a sudden it changes everything. And God, you provided for me. God, you took me out of being a slave to sin. God, God, you've done miracles in my life. You delivered me. You provided, God, food to eat and clothes to wear. You provided people around me. God, thank you. And all of a sudden, our anxiety starts to go down. God, if you've been faithful in the past, you're going to be faithful in the future. Why do I worry? Why do I doubt? God, I'm just going to cast my worries on you. Because, God, you care for me. You love me. And in our lives that we develop this attitude of gratitude. In our lives, we start to look around and we go, I'm gonna be thankful today. I'm gonna be thankful today. It changes everything. So today, are you looking at your circumstances or are you looking at Christ? Let's look at Jesus and the hope that we have in him. Let's remember, let's be thankful. Let Thanksgiving well up inside of us. God, you are good, even in the midst of 2020. God, Thank you that you love me, you're there for me, you provide for me, you protect me. God, thank you. God, thank you. You know, one of my favorite acronyms that my prayer life I use is, is ACTS. It's this, it's adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. And a lot of times what we do is we have supplication first, right? We're like, God, help. Here's the things, all the things that I need. But when we stop and we go, wait, I want to adore God adoration. God, I want to praise you today for who you are. I want to just adore that you are sovereign over this whole earth, that you hold my life in your hands, that you number my days. I trust you. God, I want to confess that there is sin. And, and, and God, I want to confess it's not telling you something you don't know. I just, want to, I just want to let me know that I'm not aligned sometimes. And God, I want to line up with you. And if I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And, and then God, I want to be thankful. I want to be thankful. In my heart and my life, God, let me be thankful. And then, God, here's my request. Here's my needs. Here's my concerns. And so as we continue to worship today, I want us to set our eyes on Jesus. I'm going to invite our worship team to come and, and to lead us as we respond to God. And then I'm going to come back and share communion. We'll share communion together as a church. But let us focus on Christ today and the hope we have in him. Let me pray. Father God, we love you. Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you for the hope that we have. In the middle of a hard year, God, we come to be thankful. God, you are so good to us. You provide for us. You protect us. You uphold us, God, with your mighty right hand. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, Yeshua. This means salvation. What a beautiful name. And the hope that we have in Christ. 
So today, Father, I pray that we would focus on you. And that, God, we would leave a legacy that would point our families to you. That people would say they lived their life, they weren't perfect, but, man, they were faithful to God. So, Lord, here we are, your disciples. Meet us in this moment and let us be thankful. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about what's going on in the life of Rolling Hills, download our Rolling Hills app or visit our website at rollinghills.church. From there, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on what's happening and ways you can connect. We're thankful for you.